Episode 119 of the Wide Right Podcast. We are your hosts, Ryan Honey and Robert Lettinen. Podcast, as always, is brought to you by Elite Sports New York and the Elite Sports Radio Network. Giants go to 3-1. and one, Jets go to 2-2. Two and two, Wins all around New York football on Sunday in week four. And we could have recorded... So we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday night, close to 6 o'clock. We could have recorded this on Monday. There are two reasons why I said to Robbie, I texted him, uh, that will record on Tuesday instead. Number one, I was taking a nap. But number two, <laughs> I said, let's watch our favorite quarterback lead the Niners to another win on Monday night before we start speaking about it, before we get on this podcast and start speaking about all things week four. And that's exactly what he did. And Jimmy Garoppolo once again proved that he is the option for San Francisco. He is the guy, not Trey Lance, because... Jimmy G wins games. And I know it's a lazy stat. I know saying wins as a quarter win. I, I know the argument that wins aren't a quarterback stat. I do believe that to a certain extent. But Jimmy G knows this offense. And Jimmy G is experienced in this Kyle Shanahan offense. And Trey Lance is obviously Jimmy G is prone to injury as well. But Trey Lance already out for the year with his ankle injury. Uh, I feel the Niners jumped the gun too hard. Uh, after the 2020 season trading up to get Trey Lance, I feel like they could have just rolled the dice with Garoppolo for another couple of years, and they would have been in that same spot they were in last year, which is the NFC Championship one game away from the Super Bowl. And they'll probably go back to the playoffs again this year because that's what Jimmy G does. He leads them to the playoffs. That's what he does every single year. He's healthy, at least. Um, he's done it multiple times already, and he'll do it again this year. But, Robbie, you didn't like how Jimmy G played last night because you texted me and you said he played like shit. Which I'm going to disagree with you on, but whatever. I mean, I wouldn't comp- say he could play the complete shit, but let's not sit here and act like Jimmy G won them that game. I mean, I think that's plain and simple. He did not win them that game. Yeah, you're, yeah, really that, no, that's that's true. He doesn't win them a lot of games, which at the end of the day, people are going to say, oh, well, you know, he won, which is at the end of the day, his team won. However, the Debo touchdown was an absolutely atrocious throw. It was not a good throw at all. And it was just because Debo is that good who finally pops off this game because he's been kind of hit or miss to start the season, not what he was last season. And he takes that, he goes up and gets that ball on a slant route, which I don't even understand how he threw it that bad on the slant route, but he did. Debo like basically takes it away from the defender and then runs the entire distance, scores a touchdown. The other touchdown they had was a Jeff Wilson 32-yard run. Another touchdown they had was defense. So at the end of the day, Yes, they won the game, but I, I don't want people to sit here and tell me that he had a good game because they won. That's not really necessarily how it works. Just because you just because you win a game does not mean you played well. And I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the league. I'm saying they just they win with him and they've won with I, him. I will I will agree that it, it that they do. It, it's weird because how do you how does your defense play so well against the Rams, but yet when you played against the Bears. Like it was a, it's a completely polar opposite situation. They couldn't beat the Bears, and people are going to blame that on Lance. And I guess the weather was terrible; it was pouring rain, monsooning. But 
yet their defense since Jimmy G has become their quarterback just plays better. And I don't know if that's a chemistry thing, if the team just likes Jimmy G more or anything like that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the team is playing significantly better mm-hmm. than, than when they were playing with Lance. And it has nothing to do with Lance or Jimmy G. It's just it, they, they are playing. And maybe it was Russ, so maybe it was the first few games. Um, but I think that if you have that this exact same – your defense plays the exact same, and you have Lance start at quarterback, I think they win by more. I don't think that Lance puts them in that position. Now, you could argue, of course, that you could argue, of course, that that maybe Lance would turn the ball over more, which Jimmy G, you know, sometimes doesn't do. But, I mean, you go back to last week, and he was atrocious. He ran out of the back of the end zone. So that was the worst game ever. I don't understand how you really, you know – I don't understand how you could just be like, oh, no, Jimmy G's good. He's a winner. Like, I mean, first of all, he he's won the regular season games. He had a – I've said this before. He had a Super Bowl in the palm of his hands, and he choked it. Like, I mean, he is not a winner because he hasn't won anything. Now, like, I'm not saying he played terribly last night. I think that's kind of maybe a little bit over – like, you know, he did decent. 16, I feel like you just said that to, like, argue with me for fun. Yeah, well, I hate Jimmy G. I don't hate – I hate – People that think Jimmy G is a you hate a, me. A, well, yeah, but I'm just saying I just don't I just don't think that he is a good quarterback, and I don't understand how people can think that after watching him play. Like, don't get me wrong, his stats aren't bad. You know, 16 to 27, which is okay. 239 isn't bad, and a touchdown, which he had nothing to do with him. Like, I mean, you literally take away that one play in which Debo did everything on it, mm-hmm. and he throws what? No touchdowns. Like it could have been picked, but we'll just say 15 of let's just say it was incomplete 15 to 27 for what under 200 yards. Like it, it was that one play that makes the stat line looks decent, but you take that play out and it's pretty like, average you, performance. It, it, it's not even average. It's a bad performance. If you're saying 15 to 27, 180 yards and no touchdowns, that's not average. That's bad. Like, I mean, that's just, that's just, I mean, you didn't lose your team the game, but you didn't win Listen. the game. I think Lance has more upside than Garoppolo. That's why they drafted him. One of the big reasons why they drafted him. All I'm saying is when you have that system that Kyle Shanahan has, I just think the Jimmy G Shanahan duo makes more sense than, say, the Trey Lance Shanahan duo. Like Jimmy yeah, G's well, for that offense. Jimmy G's yeah, the per- for quarterback for that offense. The reason they're not getting to that super, they're not winning that NFC Championship game is because they don't have elite quarterback play. Yeah, That's the thing. But when it comes to getting to that spot, such as the NFC Championship game, and getting into the playoffs and winning games and making a run for the NFC West division, I trust the Garoppolo-Shanahan duo more than I trust the Lance-Shanahan duo. And I mean, we're next. to be honest, I have no idea what's going to happen next year because if if Garoppolo brings them back to the playoffs, that's a huge decision they have in the yeah. in the offseason. Because it's not like it, how do you, how can you how can you confirm that Lance is going gonna to come back and be the guy? No, I, I mean, look 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 can. at look at the Packers with Jordan Love. Jordan Love's never going to play a game there. I mean, he already has because Aaron Rodgers wouldn't get vaccinated. But Jordan Love is never going to be the starting quarterback in Green Bay. No, By the time no. his rookie contract is up, it's gonna be it's gonna be halfway through Rogers' current contract. Like it's he's never so when you talk about next year and in the future, does Trey Lance become a 
uh, Jordan Love type of guy where he's drafted in the first round, albeit not you know as late in the first round as Jordan Love was, but certain circumstances prevent that guy from being the starting quarterback in the future moving forward. Because either team, yeah. the Packers, it's not like they were rebuilding and they needed a new – like they were looking – the Packers and uh, – honestly, I thought – we all know the decision by the Packers to draft Jordan Love was a disaster. It was yeah, a head-scratcher yeah. from the beginning, and it's like, why the fuck are they doing that? But with the 49ers, you have to take into account that if Jimmy G leads them back to the playoffs again – and Jimmy G proves that he can be competent in the system again, and he's good for the system again, just like Mac Jones probably would have been if Kyle Shanahan would have gotten his way in the draft a couple or last year. Then, do you roll the dice with Lance? I feel like it's just too big of a risk. Yeah, well, like, but we talked. You t- you you specifically said it. Like, they don't they haven't won anything because they don't have elite quarterback play. So, yeah. The question is, is would you rather? take the chance with Lance knowing that he could possibly give you elite quarterback play and get you to that Super Bowl. Like, so they have been to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. They know they can get there, but they are, there's obviously nothing saying they can win it because they didn't. And, you know, I like, I don't think Jimmy G's gotten any better than what he was. So the question is, is would you rather take the higher chance of making the playoffs and just getting there with Jimmy G, but probably not winning anything? Or would you rather risk it and play Lance and hope that he can be elite quarterback play. He can give you that elite quarterback play, and then you can win a, a Super Bowl. So it, it, it's it's kind of like twofold. Like it, I do think Jimmy G will win them more. What could possibly win them more games, just because he doesn't have that risk. You know what you're getting. But the question really is, I don't necessarily think it's just between Lance and Garoppolo. It's it's can this Shanahan system win you a Super Bowl? Because you're not putting that much like you're not putting the the game in the hands of your quarterback yeah which, if you look in the past and they never the time, have that's what you have him. to do but that's yeah so they so they i think realize that they can't put the game in the hands of garoppolo because he won't win it for them which is fair if you in the super bowl you're going up against guys like you know mahomes or uh who else could come yeah that's that's the, the thing in the playoffs like, the, the the better quarterback is gonna the team with the better quarterback is gonna prevail yeah. So the question is, is if you know that, like saying like, say San Francisco makes the Super Bowl and let's say it's whether it's the Bills or the Chiefs, let's just say it's one of those two teams. Can you really trust your team to be able to carry Jimmy G to a Super Bowl when you're going up against Mahomes or you're going up against yeah. Allen? And I don't think you can. I don't think I think that you need that guy that can beat that team, whether mm-hmm. You know, they might not overall be better. I mean, you have talking about Allen and Mahomes. Just I don't think there's anybody in the league that's better than them two. Um, so, but that's how I feel. Compete with them. You need a guy that can hold his own against them. Maybe not, you know, be as good as them. But if, like for instance, Burrow was able to compete, and his team was able to help him win. Burrow was also super hot at that point, so it's a little bit different. But I'm saying like Jimmy G at his best doesn't hold a light to Allen or Mahomes. So yeah you need your team to win you that game and Jimmy G to just not lose you that game. So I'm just saying like, in terms of like, I would, and like that might be a problem with the Shanahan system though, as well. If you're not putting the game in the hands of your quarterback, sometimes you're just going to lose the game. Now, yes, you could go through the regular season and you can win some games, especially against opponents that aren't as good. But once you hit the playoffs and the Super Bowl, like at the end of the day, like you need, like 
when the, when they beat the, the Packers last year, like Jimmy G did not win that game. Jimmy G did absolutely nothing to win that mm-hmm. game. It was the defense and the special teams that won them that. And Aaron, and Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, which is yes, and Aaron Rodgers choked a disappointment. So at the end of the day, it's what like if. But here's the thing: it's like yes, Aaron Rodgers choked, but if Aaron Rodgers didn't and he had a good game, they get absolutely stomped, probably by yeah. twenty, because Jimmy G isn't putting up points for you. That's just how, right. especially against a good defense it's, like the Packers. So it's tough you, when you have that type of quarterback. Perfectly. It's tough yeah. when you have that type of quarterback who can manage the system. That's how I feel, and I don't want to get too ahead of myself with the Giants because I know it's only four games, but that's how I feel. With, say if the Giants squeak into the playoffs, because let's be realistic about the NFC. Even if you want to squeak into the playoffs as the last seed in the NFC, it's not going to take 12 wins to do so. So, And with the Giants already 3-1, and one, and an easy schedule for much of the rest of the year, they could squeak into the playoffs as a wild card team. As a wild card team, like they're not winning yeah. that division. Either Philly's winning that division. Um, there might be two wild card teams in that division if it if this holds up. It would be the Giants and Dallas. But if the Giants go somehow squeak into the playoffs at the end of the year, I don't think they do anything once they get there because at that point, you know. Let's be honest. Do and I, as I said, I know it's only four games, and we're this is how I'm going to segue to the Giants conversation. Right now, they're an extremely well coached team. The Giants are. I mean, they had they're on Sunday. They beat the Bears, and their receivers combined for three catches for 25 yards. Like they, the Brian Dable has three out of four times successfully won a game off running the football. And defense when the passing attack is the name of the game in this era of the NFL. Yeah. So, but when if they were able, if they squeaked into the playoffs, I don't see them doing anything because at that point you got Jones versus Brady or Jones versus Kyler or Stafford or uh, Rogers, Hurts. Like I'm, I can't even. It, that's how bad the NFC is because like I, it just. You look at some of the top quarterbacks in the NFC right now, and they're t- like, like the Packers are not in first place uh, with the Vikings, and then Rams are, and Ram- Cardinals are two and two. Like that's how like the, the NFC is not good right now, yeah. and not that we expected it to be, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have through the first month of the season, the Giants are one of the five best teams in the NFC record wise, record wise, record wise, yes, but that's all they track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the standings, I mean. So yeah, it's 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 not like it's you know it's not like they have an AP top twenty five. So it's. That'd be so funny. <laughs> could you imagine? Um, That'd be hilarious. What I'm saying, you know, they, they're one of the five best records in the NFC right now. That's how bad the NFC is. So, but if the Giants were to squeak into the playoffs at the end, like I don't see them getting out of that first round because they just no. don't they don't have no. the quarterback. And while he might be good for the system right now, Jones, I'm talking about because he can move. It doesn't ask a lot from the quarterback position. I mean, it's asking him to move his, to, you know, move his feet a little bit and get outside the pocket and rush for and scramble for first downs, which basically it seems all Jones can do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, he does it well though. He did it well. He did it twice on Sunday. Both touchdowns were the same exact play. Yeah, and the Bears are just stupid enough to not to fall for it twice. That's so a bad not, team. Like, that's, that's a bad, a bad team. team. Bears. Bad oh God, that is a bad. That that's a bad. Team. That's another. That's another bad quarterback. 
uh, fields. Yeah, yeah, he apparently wants to leave too. He wants out. Fair enough. Yeah, that's what he wants saying. out. I didn't think that like second year players or people on the rookie contracts were allowed to, to be, say like, yeah, I'm to gone. To be fair, I'd want out too. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, sure. I'm sure a lot of people want out of their current situations, but they don't even say anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Larry, I'm sure Larry Fitzgerald wanted to dip Arizona for so long, but he just didn't because he's, you know, he keeps his mouth shut. And he's loyal, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. Fields wants out. Yeah, the Ruby Oh my God. Yeah, people reported it. Yeah, I mean, I gotta, look, I gotta look that up. I missed yeah, that. Yeah, you can look it up. You can look it up. Like going back to like the Giants thing, I think, I mean, you gotta give people like you know, you gotta give people props where it's due. They have that. Like it has been an extremely well coached team, but you also have to look at like, like who they played and and like so they beat the Titans by one. The Titans have been a huge, you know. I mean, they've been like. Yeah, but you, like, you, you know, I, I understand that the teams they played haven't been great, but you also need to take into account how the lack of talent within the Giants roster. Oh, 100%. So I'm just like, saying that, like, they're, they're even with these on, teams. It's going to be interesting. Like, even saying, with like, a lot of these teams, I don't think they, they're the better team going into the matchup. Yeah. Like, they don't have a good that. roster. But yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. That's how good Dayball and that staff but they, have but been. But they have, they've exceeded expectations as to what you were expecting for them to be, but. The question is, is when they start facing these teams that aren't these, you know, I mean, the, the aren't the bottom 15 teams like Panthers are bottom five, Bears mm. bottom one. And the Cowboys are solid and the Titans will see how they pan out this entire year. But now that you're going into this part of your schedule where you aren't playing these bottom feeder teams, I mean, you have the Packers. Like I was talking to like another Giants fan about like their, how their secondaries look good. Maybe the Packers isn't a good example, but let's see how they hold up against a solid, like good receiving core. So you go up against the Ravens, you got Andrews, you got Bateman, you got DuVernay who's solid. The Jags, you know, Kirk's been solid this year. I mean, I think the big test will be the Eagles for them. You got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, the Lions. with Austin They're Rogers, not beating Williams. the Eagles either time. Oh, they're not beating the Eagles at all. But I'm no. saying like, if you, like, if you, I, I'm saying it's, you, you give your props where it's due, but it's also too early to say, like, oh, well, maybe this guy that we picked is really solid when it's like, well, the Titans don't really have a receiving core because Robert Woods is whatever. The Panthers have Baker Mayfield, the quarterback, which doesn't even count. Um, the Cowboys, they got Lamb, who's been pretty much a disappointment this year so far, but it's like last game. And then the Bears are the Bears. So, and the Packers also don't really have a receiving core, and Aaron Rodgers hates all of them. But... <laughs> Oh my God! I I I tweeted after after uh, Dalbs dropped the pass in the end zone uh, at the end of the game on Sunday. I was like, Aaron Rodgers fucking hates this. Like, oh my, like that was that was the second time it's been a perfect pass that would have been a touchdown that's been dropped. I mean, you had the Watson, the Christian Watson touchdown at the beginning of the year where the ball fell through his hands, like it was a perfectly placed ball. And he just and he just didn't close his hands around the ball. And then you have the Dobbs, which should have easily been caught. Um, mm-hmm. so, oh, Aaron Rodgers hates it there. But like what I was saying is, we'll see how they like you'll like it's too early to tell. Like people are yeah. already giving up. Like I mean, what? Like there's going to be teams that always fall off completely at the start of the year and then come back strong and are like playoff contenders. There's people that start off strong and they completely fall off at the end of the year. And Arizona. I think we'll see, <laughs> yeah. So we'll Arizona's see, the fall off. Yeah. Russell Wilson, like, falls off at the end of every year. Now, oh, maybe yeah. he's doing the opposite. Maybe he's starting off bad, then he's going to pop off. We'll see. No, I think, I think, <laughs> no, I just think he's washed. That's true. Very Let's possible. be honest. 
I didn't want. I didn't even want the Giants trading for Russell Wilson in the offseason. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm like, I don't know how they're gonna do that. Um, I don't know how they're gonna pay him because they have no money. Um, and then I just don't think he's been consistently good since midway through the COVID year. Like that's just that's and that's almost two years now. So, but like the thing with the schedule is the Giants' I mean, schedule you're, is you're streaky. going you're going through a hard schedule now because you have Packers, Ravens, Jags, Seahawks. Have all been like. Am I? Am I? Are we jumping on the Jags bandwagon though? I I think the Jags are solid. I I really do. I think Jags are. I think Trevor Lawrence is is. I mean, he had a bad game. Obviously, lost four fumbles last game, but fumbles has, hasn't been a like a huge issue. Yeah, it's but not like Daniel they, Jones, where you're like, oh, like four fumbles. That's like classic. I think it was just that he had a bad game, and I I I like him. I like him a lot. I think he's gonna have a really good career. So I am jumping on the Jags bandwagon, 100. Mm-hmm. percent I'm not saying like I'm not saying that they're going to be these division winners. I'm just saying that I think that they're <sighs> going to be in the wild card conversation. What's going to win the division? What's going to win that division? Six wins. That division sucks. I mean, it's what, that division it, sucks. It's the Colts. Uh, I don't know what anybody uh, saw on them coming into this year. Are terrible. Everybody so acted between the Jags and the Titans. If you're, I think that I mean, I can look. I want. I kind of want to look at their schedule. But everybody was like, so many people were so high in the Colts entering this year. All they did was add Matt Ryan a quarterback. Yeah. Who can't yeah, move? And JT has been an absolute disappointment this year. Matt Ryan cannot move, and he's 37 years old. Why did they think the last five years in Atlanta they sucked? Why did they think that adding Matt Ryan was going to be like? Get them over the hump and back in the. They're not going to get back in the playoffs. There's yeah. going to be. The, so I it, honestly, actually, looking, really looking at it, I think the Jags do win that division, 100. Yeah, because if Jags, all, whoever wins that division is only going to need to go six and eleven. I think. I think the Jags can. I mean, I'm looking at their schedule now. I think the Jags could definitely get like eight or nine wins. I didn't think. I, I mean, they're what? Two Browns are. Browns. Browns are two and two. I think I said last week Browns should be Browns got to make sure they're like seven and four when Deshaun returns. Did you know Deshaun's already coming back to the facility like next Monday? Oh, I didn't know that he was back training already. Like no, no, no. He's coming back to the the. He's allowed back at the facility like Monday, like next Monday. Okay, is he just I think, practicing or no? I don't know. I think I, I forgot the dates. But like the NFL season just started. He's already back. He's got seven more games to sit out. Why is he able to come back already? Like he's, he, they, they're letting him back two months before he's actually on the field with them. Yeah, I don't know. It's so they weird. I don't. I don't that, yeah, you're right about that. Uh, I'm just looking at the Jag schedule and like, I mean, they play the Texans still twice. It's two wins. They play the Colts again. That should be a win. So you're already looking at what? That's five wins. And then they play the Giants. That could easily be a win. They play the Broncos. That could be a win. Easily. Give the Giants a little credit, okay? Just because they have a better record than the Jets. I'm just just saying that it easily could be a win. Like, let's not sit here and be like, you know, the Giants can't be an easy win for certain teams. Easy win. Dude, I heard heard, heard, heard Giants are the uh, Super Bowl right now. You're against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are going to be like, ah, damn. They go up against the Chiefs. It's a thirty-seven to ten game. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, not saying the, I'm just saying if the. I mean, no, in in favor of the Giants. Yeah, Giants are going to win thirty-seven to ten over yeah, the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course, of course. I mean, really, if you look at their schedule, like the Chiefs, like the, the, the Jack. Chiefs a hard game. Ravens hard game. 
Lions could be a hard game, but they don't have a defense. Then they play the Titans, the, the Cowboys, the Jets, the Texans, and the Titans again at the end of the year. I mean, like, those are all, like, the Texans should be a win. But the other four games, like, I could see them all winning. But obviously they could lose. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about the Jets because I'll never do that. But, like, the Titans, the Cowboys, the Jets, and the, and the Titans again, I'd, they'd probably split and go 2-2. Two and two. So it's like I, they could easily get to eight wins, and I think that's enough to win the division. No, it will be. I mean, like, yeah, it's, yeah, weird. I don't know. I just think there's certain divisions that I'm just very, just very much not high on. Like, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't think the AFC South is any good. Uh, I think, I think the AFC West got too much credit in the offseason. Now, it was a wild offseason for that division, and that division got more talented, but I don't think... All four teams are making the play. I, I, I think two teams from the AFC West make the playoffs. I think it's Chiefs and Chargers. And I think Chiefs win that division. And I, I, I Chargers are a strong 11-12 win wildcard team. Broncos, I'm not, I, I, I'm not high on Russell Wilson. And, you know, the Raiders are, I, I don't know. I, the Raiders, everybody, Raiders are like a fan favorite team, I feel like. But... You know, they're adding Devontae Adams in the offseason. They, they hire Josh McDaniel. They still have Derek Carr as their quarterback. And a Derek Carr might be a top 15 quarterback, but he's not. I, I don't, you know, Derek Carr might be a top 10 quarterback, right? Arguably. Some yeah, weeks yeah. he looks like that. But the cap is 10. Like, he's it's, it's capped at 10. Like, he's not yeah, 9, yeah, 8, he's, he's 10. That's it. That's not going to win you a Super Bowl. Especially in the division, Derek Carr is the worst quarterback in that division. Yeah, well, three or four. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. By Russ week, doesn't play well. Chiefs, um, Mahomes, but Herbert, obviously, is better. But you could go, you could com- away, like, kind of close. Well, yeah, but I'm saying at this point, you could compare week to week, Russ versus Derek Carr. That's sort of what it is. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's like oh, he wasn't yeah. the worst quarterback, but he'll either be three or four. And that's yeah, not what you want. That's the reason why the Giants will never get over the hump with this roster is because they don't have quarterback number one in that division. They have quarterback maybe four. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Probably. I mean, uh, Dak and Hurts are top two. That's obvious. And then, you know, Wentz has his issues, but at least Wentz can throw the ball a little bit. Like, it, yeah. D- Daniel's a clear cut right now. Like I understand this is part of the Brian Dable's game game plan every single week with the offense, but right now Daniel Jones is like a 175 yard per game passer. Like that's just yeah. He's like that's not going to win you a Super Bowl. That's not how the league works anymore. So like I don't know. There are some divisions I'm just not high on. I I can't stand the AFC South. I don't think any I none of those four teams uh, I'm big on. The AFC North is weird too. Like, I don't know with the with the the Bengals rough start and the Steelers don't have a quarterback. I mean, we'll see what Pickett's able to do. I'm sure he'll be able to do just what Trubisky was able to do, or even yeah. better. Who I, knows? I, I, well, I, Browns like don't that. have a quarterback right now, but they will. Um, and who knows what the response is going to be when he trots out of the field in yeah. week 12 or 13 or whatever it is. Um, you know. The Ravens don't want to commit all that money to Lamar. That's a weird division. It's just, I don't know. The NFL weirds me out sometimes, man. Like, it, there's yeah. just, there's it, when you have the Giants as the fifth best record through a month in their conference, 
that's a weird beginning of the season. Oh, no, yeah, the season has been extremely strange. Yeah, I mean, it's a, like, between that and, uh, you know, every team in the NFC West is 2-2, two and two, despite one team having fucking Matthew Stafford as their quarterback and the other team having Geno Smith. Yeah. It's been popping off. Gotta give him props. Who, Geno? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been doing very He's well. better than Baker. I mean, that's not saying much, though. Baker's I know. No, I know. I know. Good win for the Jets, though. I mean, they fucking yeah. need it. Yeah. I, I, we spoke oh, last that, week. If, if, that, if Wilson sucked and they win. lost, that would have been full-blown panic mode in Florham Park. Yeah. No, that had, that had to be a win. I mean, and, you know, I mean, like, looking at the – like, it's so funny – I, like it's so funny. So obviously I'm on Jets Twitter a lot. I see a lot of tweets. I follow all, like the big beat writers mm-hmm. and all like the other accounts, the fans accounts. And you know, obviously you have the accounts that are talking about how good he looked, and other accounts talking about, oh well, it was only two drives that he looked good. Everything else was bad. And it's just that's because Jets just, Twitter is toxic. Jets Twitter is extremely toxic, and people so is Giants Twitter. Mind. People have made up their – and it's the same on both sides because I'm on Yankee Twitter, so I see a lot of Giants stuff. It's, yeah. People have made up their mind about Daniel Jones slash Zach Wilson already. So when he has a bad game or he makes a bad play, when other of them make a bad play, it's, oh, I, this, is, this is who he is. He's bad. And then they revolve that around the entire game. Then you go on the other side where people have made up their mind about him being good and then he's the future – and then they're, oh, well, you know, he won us that game, yada, 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 this, that, and the other thing. And I can – and, like, you – and, you know, after the first three quarters, people were calling for Flacco to go back in. I mean, one of our best friends, Matt, was like, if this keeps happening, put Flacco in, yada, yada, yada. And I basically told him he's the dumbest guy I've ever met in my life because you – you want you, – you, like, I saw a key stat about this. The Jets have never held – a, de- a defense to having under a 30% rush rate. Zach Wilson had one of the highest Q- or pressure rate. Zach Wilson had one of the highest QB pressures out of the entire teams in the NFL, out of all the teams in the NFL last week, and took one sack. And the reason is because he is mobile enough to move. He can around. move. If, if that's Flacco, we're probably looking at a seven or eight, seven to eight sack game for the Steelers easily, and we lose that game by probably 30 because Flacco's probably fumbling, turning the ball over. And you could say Zach threw two picks and he did and the first one was it was it was a good defensive play because they were in man so zach didn't expect the corner to come off man to take to to grab that ball but it was also a bad throw that garrett wilson wasn't catching Mm -hmm. no matter what so the accuracy was off there the decision making was poor however it's not as bad as people make it seem and then the second one i think again with this whole you know whether you love him or you hate him you hate him you say oh he's got to hit him in the chest that's a high throw you love him. Oh, he should have caught it. It, it can go both ways. You could say it like both ways saying, okay, yes, it sh- should have been a better throw. But at the same time, Conklin should have made that catch. Like there's no reason for Conklin to not make that catch. Like, yes, I get it's high, but at the end of the day, it hit him with both, it hit him with both hands. So mm-hmm. he should have caught that. So, you know, it, it was an up and down game for Zach. He had rust at the beginning. He came alive in the fourth quarter. I mean, he was phenomenal in the fourth quarter, especially on that last drive. So, you know, and I saw a bunch of breakdowns about, you know, him looking off Minka a few times and getting a pass to get a first down, yada, yada, yada. So I think that, like, this game was a huge – like you said, it would be full-blown panic attack. He started off poor. He came around at the end. He made good throws. He had some solid decision-making. His mobility is – 
huge for that game. Without that, like I said, if we had flash. Well, it's huge in the sense that the, the the Jets' offensive tackle position has become a, a fucking disaster. Oh. oh, it's a graveyard. Oh, my so God. Between, between his, you know, Becton is, Becton's Jets' career might be done. Yeah, like, it sucks, it's sad, but, like, who knows what's going to happen next year. Especially yeah. if, like, you know, maybe the Jets shit the bed and Salah's not here next year. And Joe Douglas is definitely not here yeah. next year. Like, then then that's bad for him. And then Dwayne Brown, I mean, who who knows when he's going to be healthy. I mean, he's still on IR, they're right? Saying, they're saying he might be back this week. They said that they'll know within, I think they said, like, today or tomorrow, they'll know if he'll be practicing again. Because if he comes back this week, he has to play. Because mm. we don't have anybody, like, because we, we, I mean, we pushed Vera Tucker out to left tackle last game, and then Max Mitchell dislocated his knee. So he's out for, for you know, probably He's on IR, five. yes. He's on IR, so he's, he's out for at least a month or two. At least, so, at least four games it is, yeah. Yeah, at least four games. So he'll be back. Luckily, it wasn't like an ACL or anything, dislocation. Mm. Means he'll be back before the season's over, which is huge because he has looked good. But like, you, like I said, like if Dwayne comes back this week, he has to play. And then I don't know, like, if Dwayne comes back, do we play him at left tackle and then put Vera Tucker at right tackle? I mean, this guy is playing everywhere for us because he's, as of right now, our best offensive lineman. And Mm -hmm. we have, like you said, I mean, we've had Makai go down, Brown go down, Font go down, and now Mitchell go down. So it's four tackles that have gotten injured. So at the end of the day, you need someone that's going to be mobile, especially, you know, we're going up this week against the Dolphins. They have a good pass rush. They have a good defense. If we don't mm-hmm. have a mobile quarterback, we are going to get murdered. Then you go against the Packers, who have a really solid defense. Uh, then, you know, so you have to kind of look at it in the sense of, like, if you're, like, sitting there calling for Flacco, like, you clearly don't watch the games. And, like, it's just it's you're just, it's just delusional to even say Listen, Flacco I, start. I can understand uh, the maybe the sense of urgency for Flacco – after the Browns game, like yeah. Jet Jet fans were on cloud nine that Monday morning. Let's be real, because yeah. you'll lose you'll lose that game. All of a sudden, you're zero and two, and you, that, that you're staring down. Zero and two is a lot different than one and one in this league. Hundred percent. That's why we said if the between. That's why we said the Jets winning, the Jets beating the Steelers. Would be a lot different than the Jets losing to the Steelers, especially with yeah. Wilson back. Is that one win and or one loss rather could change change the trajectory of the entire month or two ahead. So I can understand why Jet fans were like, if Flacco keeps playing like this, they gotta play him. But Flacco, especially with this offensive line situation, you can't have Flacco out there. You need yeah, somebody Flacco. who can and not that Flacco would be out there with Wilson back now. Like that's it's not yeah, like there yeah. was you know, there was a little bit of a quarterback controversy. I don't even know if you would call it that when Flacco had that great game against Cleveland. It's like it's more so speculation, like, oh, what if Wilson comes yeah. back to Flacco? But as we all said from the beginning, if Flacco sucks against Cincinnati, then that debate is over. And he Yeah. What happened? He went out there, he wasn't good against the Bengals, and that debate was over and Zach's back. So yeah. but with that tackle situation, I you yeah, you need someone who can move, and Zach can move. But that's – at least you're not the Giants who were <laughs> down two quarterbacks. That's for sure. Yeah. I think I think yeah. Jake Fromm's going to have to start against the Packers in London. They worked him out today. 
It's coming yeah, back. Yeah, so they were working Probably on that. Probably so. he has to come back officially. I don't know if he is coming back. Don't take that as like inside information because I don't have it. But like they, there's a chance they could sign him. They worked him out. I don't know if he would. I wouldn't expect him to do much. He didn't do much last year with this team, although yeah, it is a different yeah. offense and that I mean, this offense doesn't require as much from the quarterback. But uh, it's yeah, it doesn't look like Tyra Taylor got a concussion. And I'm going to tell you right now after the unfortunate situation with uh, Tua Tungavailoa, I don't think any players who had concussions in week four are playing in week five. I think oh, I think no. there is a chance. I think the NFL is in hot water right now, and it's only getting hotter. And uh, between this investigation with the Dolphins and everything, like, I don't think any player who got a concussion in week four is playing in week five. Two was That's not. Right. Tyra Taylor is entering the concussion protocol. Tyra Taylor got rocked on um, yeah. scramble play. When Jones was hurt, Jones they had to put Jones back in. Jones was... On the yeah, side they, were, they, were using Saqu- they were using Saquon as a, as a quarterback. Yeah, Jones was on were, the field. Jones was on the field, a wide receiver, not needing to do anything. And Saquon's there taking Wildcat snaps. And we, so after the game, we're in, we go down to the press room because uh, Saquon took the podium and was yeah. answering questions from the media. And we somebody, I forget who asked him, but somebody asked him was like, did you practice that? The wild, The Wildcat. Yeah. And and Saquon was like, yeah, but like that's getting back to my point of why this team has been incredibly well coached because Dable managed to win that game. When you have Daniel out for a couple plays and you need or a series and a half, you need to put Tyrod there, Tyrod back in a quarterback or Tyrod in a quarterback, excuse me, in place of Jones. Tyrod gets hurt and Jones still needs a couple plays off to rest up that ankle that he just hurt and just got taped. So they run Wildcat with Jones on the field, but at wide receiver, not needing to do anything. Like, that's a good job managing the game, or at least just managing that series. That's Because yeah. what else are you going to do? The teams don't have fucking three quarterbacks in the roster anymore. Nobody does. Nobody's keeping three quarterbacks in the roster. Um, You need two, that's for sure, because we see injuries all the time. But teams don't keep three on the, on the active roster, at least. No, the third no. string quarterback's a practice squad guy, usually. So Davis Webb's on the practice squad, and they're working out Jake Fromm, and they're working out A.J. McCarron. So, like, any of those three guys I just named could be the starter for the Giants against Green Bay in London, too. And on top of yeah. that, they got, they got to go to London. They got to do the yeah. whole time zone change and all that and packing shit and going on the flight. Saquon's just, about to get, like, 50 touches. <laughs> Saquon had 31 touches, I think, against Chicago. I think, I think uh, that was the carry. final number. The thing with carries, I don't know how many. Uh, I don't know how many. I don't know how many passes he caught, which would obviously increase. Oh, uh, I got it right here. So he had 31 carries, and then he had two catches. They didn't. They, they, did, they didn't. No, they didn't. Daniel Jones had 13 attempts for eight for 13 for 71 yards. That's so bad. And it's not like Tyrod came in and was throwing. Tyrod was one for three for 11, and an, and an interception. Tyrod got picked off. But yeah. they don't. Well, like. Dable managed to win the game. He knew that, like, just run the ball and play good defense, and that's going to get them to win, and it did. Like, he he knows, like, it's Justin Fields is not a quarterback where you need your guy to throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns just to keep up. He's a little yeah. bit slick. Fields, Fields, is, Fields' main uh, strength, clearly, right now, 
and you could chalk this up to his lack of a lack of development and or his weak roster that's playing alongside him. Joan, uh, Justin Fields' strength is running the football. That's all you need to yes. contain. They didn't have David Montgomery. Uh, Khalil Herbert is okay. Uh, Khalil Herbert had a couple good games to start the year, but wasn't that great on Sunday. I uh, have it right here. Only averaged uh, – he averaged 4.1 yards per carry. But, you know, it, that's not – when you have a quarterback who's as inconsistent and as unreliable as Fields, 4.1 yards per carry ain't going to get it done. You yeah. know, you got to run the ball down the Giants' throat, and they really couldn't. And Fields had a, Fields had a couple big runs, but, you know, that's that's the thing. Like, with, with a game – against Aaron Rodgers, it's a different story. But against Justin Fields, you don't yeah. need a Mahomes-esque performance. You don't need Josh Allen on opening night to roll through to MetLife Stadium and tear it up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. Dable, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's why I said Dable did a great job managing the game. He's, he's done a great job managing what he has. He doesn't, he doesn't use Kenny Galladay. No, he doesn't. Kenny not. Galladay has no catches again. Like That's not surprising. <laughs> they just don't want to use him, which is fair enough. I mean— They don't have to use him. Just— Ride it out until you release them next offseason. That's oh, it. Oh, You're going to have to pay them anyway. So either if you don't want to use them, fine. If you want to use them, fine. Do whatever the hell you want. I'll, 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 I'm not criticizing Brian Dable with anything right now. <laughs> no, I mean, he's done a good job. The fact that you're winning games is... They've already won all, almost as many games as they won all last year. They yeah. won four games last year. Now they're 3-1. and one. And I'm not saying yeah. this success, this winning percentage is going to keep intact because it won't. I don't think they're beating Pat, the Green Bay. I don't think they're beating Baltimore the uh, following week. But yeah, well, I mean, they're, I mean, especially they're definitely not beating Green Bay, especially with that, uh, especially with you know you playing a with random Jake Fromm, yeah, Davis Webb, Fromm, who or Davis Webb. Who, I mean, at least they know. Uh, they probably they actually don't know the system because Dable just got hired, so. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. Yeah, but Jake, no, 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 they do. No, they do. Fromm and Davis Webb were both in Buffalo with that, uh, with Dayball and Shane. Fromm was drafted by Buffalo. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. And Davis Webb was, Davis Webb was, I think, I want, Davis Webb was on the buff, was on the Buffalo practice squad for a little. Davis Webb has bounced around. He stayed in New York though. Because he's been on the Giants, Jets, and Bills. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he was drafted. He was supposed to be a, the original. wasn't supposed to be, but it was looking like he was going to be the successor to Eli. And then he just got surprisingly cut. Uh, no, he was on the Bills practice squad from for three seasons. Damn. Yeah. So okay, he knows. So, they, so, so he knows the system. So, you know, you may be looking at, like, so they'll know. But obviously they haven't, like, I mean, they've probably been working out, but they haven't been practicing with the team especially. So, I mean, like, that's tough. Especially going all the way to London, you're going to be playing, you know, 9:30 a.m. here. I mean, I'm not even waking up for that game because it's, it's not. Think of how tough time. it is for me. I got to wake up to cover it. Yeah, you don't have to play it. I got to um, wake it up at 8:30. Yeah, I will not be waking up for that. I mean, I, I got to wake up even. I got to. I got to wake up even earlier so I can tweet out the inactives. I will probably wake up around that time and I'll probably throw the game on, but I'm not going to like sit down and watch the entire game. Probably just throw it I'm on. I'm actually like going to London to cover the game. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I doubt that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm taking an Uber. <laughs> yeah, they got Uber. They got Uber planes. They got Uber Uber copter. Uber copter. I don't not gonna help. There is no. First of all, there's a city that's trying that out. I'm not even kidding. Oh, I know. I've heard. I'm just curious if a helicopter could make it. A, I definitely can't. They'd have to stop on like a boat to refuel to keep. Going. Introducing Uber copter. This is from 2019. 
Yeah, this I was going to say, it happened a while ago. How to use Ubercopter. Wait, you have to use it? <laughs> like, you have to no, fly no, it? No, I, th- I think it's, it's, I think they're saying, like, how to use it in terms of, like, how oh, to, how to request a, how to request the copter. No, but I thought there was a, there was a self-serving, like, helicopter thing that, like, Uber was coming out with, and if, if it ran out of gas, it gave you the option to, like, have a parachute. I know, I swear to God, you're giving me that look. I swear to God, like six months ago, I saw this. No, I Uber. Okay, Uber helicopter. This is in June 2022. I don't know what fucking website this is. Oh, I don't know. Specifically, it will only show up for rides booked to and from Lower Manhattan and JFK. It's also available in some parts of Brooklyn. Oh, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm gonna try it out. Is there like the option on the app to do Uber copter? No, yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, I know there's about 12 different options now because you got Uber, Uber Black, Uber XL, Uber this. Like yeah, you can do you can do Uber Pool. I think in California they have one. I think this is a Sebastian Maniscalco bit where they have an Uber like or they have like. No, it's not Uber, but it's like a, uh, a service where you could rent a cat for like two hours. A cat? Yes, if, like, you're bored, you could just have a cat delivered to your house and play with it for two hours, and then you give it up. That's fucking stupid. But no, I'm dead, no, I'm dead serious. Uber cat. I'm not, I'm not saying that, that you're wrong. I'm just saying that's really stupid. Here we go. Oh, it's from 2015. It's a while ago. The cat's out of the bag. Uber kittens is here. <laughs> Open. It was in Philadelphia. Open up your Uber app on Thursday between 11 and 3. Request a kittens option. Uh, it's thirty dollars for fifteen minutes <laughs> with the cat. Thirty dollars for fifteen I mean, minutes. Oh, for fifteen minutes—that's ridiculous. For fifteen minutes, I mean, it's a cat. Like, I had a cat in college. I didn't pay a dime when we got it. Well, I mean, you definitely had to pay for the cat. No, well, we we no, it, we rescued the cat. I think. No, no, someone had it. And then one of, yeah, well, my that. friend, it was my friend's cat, and then he had to give it up because his roommate was allergic, so we took in the cat, and we had it for like a year and a half. Now it's living with my friend's parents, so he's, he's fine. Little Simon. Yeah, he's all good, though. Yeah. That's, that's good to know. I, I saw him recently, the cat, getting fat. I, I, assumed, I assumed you meant the cat. Eating a lot hey, of food, apparently. Hey, that, that, that's the vibe, though. Once you're not a kitten anymore and you're just living in a nice posh home, just get fat. Why not? Oh yeah, yeah. Now we now we uh, we had it for like a year and a half, and then we and then we all graduated. What were we talking about again? Uber. I'm going to London to cover the game. I'm taking an Uber. Yeah, You're it's gonna idiot. be. Um, did you know? I saw a tweet today. The London had uh, the NFL has had 32 games in London, and I think this Giants Packers game is the only game where both teams had a winning record going into the game. That's not surprising at all. I know the Jets played there, and I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure the Jets played just because the Jets once. played once doesn't there once doesn't mean that all 31 games the teams have sucked. But I know the Jets, and then what? Yes, last week's was Saints. Oh, did it? The Jaguars play out there last year with Urban. Yep. Oh, that was a disaster. That was yeah. Oh, did they won though? Urban was about a or? second away from getting fired, and they won. He should have been fired. He was so bad. Yeah, he was terrible. He was just like, he didn't even know who Aaron Donald was. I don't think he knew who Trevor Lawrence was either. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. He drafted him. Come on. 
He wanted Tony. Did you know he wanted Tony? Well, I mean, that would have been an interesting combination. That would have been another. That would have been another uh, maybe maybe mistake. Who knows how he would have pan, how Tony would have panned out there versus uh, mm-hmm. New York. He, I don't know if he's playing this week. Who knows? He hasn't well, he, played in well, a couple weeks. He, well, he hasn't panned out. And he hasn't panned out here, so. He I know. He hasn't panned he, out in, uh, in New York either, so we'll see. Yeah, I think we'll see. he's one of the ones gone next offseason. A couple Probably of my that. friends think I'm crazy for saying that, but I don't think it's that crazy. I think they I clean. Don't think it's crazy to say, I don't think it's crazy to say at all. I think they want a completely clean house. I want, they think they want a clean house, and there was a bunch of guys this past offseason were getting rid of them. This past offseason was just not financially the right decision, like Kenny Galladay yeah. and Leonard Williams. Like I think you have sometimes you just have to wait a year with guys because their contracts are set up financially where you know the dead caps and everything and um yeah but uh it was really made to be a year where the Giants were like supposed to make a playoff push now maybe they can now but it's not really made for that dude they're um so I guess I guess Odell wasn't officially there oh it was a lie. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a lie. It was. It was just he was. It wasn't an official visit. I think he was visiting some of his old Giants teammates. Oh, okay. He was just like hanging out. Well, he was. Up. He well, he's tight with Shepard, and Shepard just tore his ACL too. So yeah, so maybe like, he was just like saying what's up and like. Yeah, just. I'm sure he has out. multiple houses. I'm sure he has one oh, house on the East probably. Coast. Yeah, I'm sure probably he still has a house in New York. He might. I don't know. He could also just have stayed with like a friend, like Shepard. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, could have made the trip. Landon Collins might be back too. I mean, they worked him out. I saw that. I saw that. I would, I would welcome both of them back. Obviously, I mean, I, the thing is, is it's a different regime now. It's not Gettleman. Like Gettleman got rid yeah. of both of them. So I feel like Landon Collins. Landon Collins didn't hate the Giants. Landon Collins hated Dave Gettleman. That was the. That was. I the, think a lot. Of, I think a lot of people did. Well, yeah. I mean, it was you know a lot of a lot of Giant fans did. Yes, yeah, that was understandably so. Yeah, of course, but uh, I think Landon would we would want to be back in New York uh, with the right circumstance, and I think no Gettleman versus having Gettleman is a better situation for him if he were to come back. I would welcome OBJ back with open arms. I mean, this was I said before three catches for twenty five yards for these receivers against yeah, Chicago. I mean, I d- yeah, I mean they need. Everyone, every guy, every receiver that gets caught or waved that goes like I like I'll try it. Like I'll this team should just try anybody. Just get anybody. Yeah, why not? You know, if you could win a game with your receivers catching three balls, like just add anybody at that point. Yeah. Hey, DJ Moore might want out, or he should, definitely does. But yeah, but the problem been- is the problem is I wouldn't trade for anybody though. Oh, if somebody gets zone, caught, dead zone for like a third. <laughs> I'll do a second and we have a deal. All right, let's, let's ride. <laughs> I'll do the I'll do the uh, I'll do a late first. Uh, and um, uh, the Giants will pay uh, the majority of his contract. That's, you know, uh, you know, eh, it's not as much as I want, but I'll take it. Fine. You want two firsts? Yeah, that's you can get two firsts. <laughs> Joe Douglas wins the trade. He fleeces Joe Shane. Great. That would awesome. be hilarious. If he, if, he, if he gets anything for Mims, that would be hilarious. Honestly, if the Jets did wave Mims, like, pick up Mims. Anybody. No, you sh- 100% you should. Anybody. I, I, with that. I will take someone should anybody. Take a shot on him. What? He's just clearly not. No, I said someone should take a shot on him. He's just clearly not made for 
this like the system they have it currently. And the, you know, it's not do the really Jets and Giants want to do just a, a Darius Slayton Denzel Mims swap? No, I just because I, I don't think the Jets can they have any use? I don't think the Jets have any use for Slayton like at all, especially with how the receivers have looked. Like he's not playing over more Wilson, Corey Davis, or Braxton Barrios. So there's no yeah. point in swapping two people that aren't going to play for that. Like the Jets, I think, are just hoping to get a pick or something. I mean, I think I think he's a guy that's like, if they don't trade him this season, he will be cut in the off season. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll get a shot somewhere else. I do. I really do think he will. And I think he does. I think you know. I mean, hopefully he he does well. I've always liked Mims. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think I think he's kind of in the same boat as. You know, Galladay in the sense of I think it's a foregone conclusion at this point that if he isn't traded, he's going to be. I mean, Galladay can't be traded because it's, it's no one's taking that contract. But mm. Mims could be traded, but I think if he's not, it's looking very likely that he's gone. Right. Uh, one last little topic before we get out of here. Brady was not on Mask Singer. It appears he was not on Mask Singer. No. I said it a couple weeks ago. I feel like. Like that, that marriage is on the rocks. Oh, now, I don't want to, I don't want to dive too into like the personal shit because it's none of our business. It's no one's business but them. But like, there was a report today from Page Six, which is basically the New York Post TMZ, uh, saying that they hired divorce lawyers per sources. Now I don't know what, I don't know who Page Six's sources are. Um, you know, I don't believe like anybody. Ever, unless Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter reports it, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I just, I, 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 I said she hates that he's playing. 100%. Hates it. 100%. 100%. But, like, I don't know if it's one of those things where, like, you could just get through the year and you'll be fine after if he retires. I think she's pissed at, like. Yeah, I mean, that's the question. It's, like, is it something that they can get to the year because she, obviously she's mad very mad so it's like can they get through the year but it's also like is it possible that like she saw him what he was like without football and like is now worried that he was like so eager to get back instead of staying with his family like mm-hmm. was it the decision to go back to football because he missed it or was it because he didn't want to be with his family and if that's the case then obviously no the reason he went all he, speculation no no it's not about not being with his family it's he First of all, I don't think he ever had it in his mind that he was going to retire. I think he tried to get he wanted to get Bruce Arians out of there. Yeah. Like there was there was the trip. He, he, Brady went on a trip with the owners of the Bucks like a couple days before he announced he was returning. Because the I think the Bucks owners also own who does Ronaldo play for? You know. Uh, Manchester United. Yes, yes. The Bucks owners, the that family, the Glazers, they own Manu as well. Yeah, the Glazers um, own Manu. I didn't know they own the Bucks. That's crazy. So they own a team, two teams. One has Brady, one has Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of crazy. it's a lot of star power right there. Oh my god, that it that's is. like the most famous football player of all time, and the most uh, is he the most famous soccer player of all time? I don't he's know. One, I'll call he's one, one or two. two. Who's not? Who else? Messi or Pele? Yeah. It's messy. I'd say they're him and messy. Right now, it's him and messy. How old is messy? Two years younger than Ronaldo, so he's 36, I think. Oh, I thought they were like in their 40s. No, Ronaldo's like, I believe, 38. Oh, gotcha. Which, which, like, to put into perspective of, like, for soccer, that's like being, 
Like, and if you were to put that in like retrospective football, it's kind of like Brady, like being what is he like 43 or 44? Like that's kind of like Brady is 45. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say like because soccer players usually like especially playing for top teams usually don't last past like 32, 33. It's very rare that they do. So being 38 and playing like for a top team is is you know I mean he hasn't been playing that much, but that's different. But like being 38 and still playing for like being on a top tier team is like unheard of. For both of them. Oh, so. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I know you follow the soccer a lot more than I do. I will, though, when the World Cup's on. Yeah, actually, he's, 30, he's 37, but he's, he'll be 38 um, in a few months. So. But, yeah, it looks like they're on the uh, on the way to the exit. So if they get divorced, is he going to play for, like, five more years after that? Yeah, that'll be interesting to see because, like, will he continue to play even though he hasn't looked as – he, 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 you could tell he's definitely taking a step back this year, like, and, 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 which is fair. He's forty-five. I mean, what would you expect from like that team's gonna lose uh, in the wild card round? They'll make the playoffs and they'll win that division because that division sucks. That's another division that sucks. Yeah, no, but they'll make I the don't. And they'll lose. And then the question is, is, like, yeah, the question is, is does he keep playing? Like, what, like, what does he gain from playing and not winning? Like, does he try to go to a? Does he try to leave again and go to a team that is set up to win? Like mm-hmm. I mean, the whole Dolphins thing. Like, does he try to go to the Dolphins to try to win? Like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't really know. Like, it, it, it's it's clear that he's I don't know the if the can bring a team to win anymore. He needs that team around him. The whole thing with the Dolphins, like, I wouldn't try this whole Brady Sean Payton thing again. Like, especially well, no. if if I mean we have 13 games to go. If McDaniel keeps winning games, he's the guy. Like yeah no 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 so but the question is 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 would you rather have Brady or Tua? I just don't know if he's going to go there. I think the the Dolphins were set on having Brady and Peyton. Like, I don't think it was. I I think Brady might like if Brady were to go there. I think he would have a stake in the team. I think I I think he's going to eventually have a stake in some team because yeah, uh, sure. he has the money for it. But I. I don't know. We also don't. Conf- we also have a confirmed that that whole Brady thing was true, right? Or did we? I think we. I think we did. Yeah, because they no, because they suspended they the owner. Picks. Yeah, and they lost picks. That's that's correct. I did. Yeah. I forgot. I knew that, but I don't know, man. I I think that's gonna be that'll be one of the that'll be the big story of next offseason. Well, one of them because there's always multiple, but uh, yeah, whether he goes like or comes like, back or. Yeah, it's all going to depend. It's all going to depend. I think a lot of it's going to not all of it, but a lot of it's going to depend on how they finish, too. Like, I think if the Bucks win a Super Bowl somehow again with him, like, I think that's it. But at the same time, maybe it's not. Maybe that motivates him to stay I playing. Mean, I mean, it, it should be. It should be it. Like, if, if I should mean, have already been. On it, it should have already it been should, it. It should have already been it. He should, he should have retired. I think, like, you know, obviously going to have Brady fans being like, what do you mean? Like, more years of Brady's always good. But it's like. He could have retired like on top, so it's like he should have just he, he like sh- Peyton. Peyton did the right thing. He won and he left. He was like, I'm done. Fair enough. Yeah, but <laughs> Peyton's I, Peyton's body, I think <laughs> Peyton's well, also, body like Peyton, decided Peyton, that for him. Peyton was pretty bad, so like getting old. You know. But 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 Brady's getting old, and there's no there's no reason to say that Brady won't look similar to Peyton did in his last year and next year, like because. Like I said, you saw Brady take a step back this year. He's not as good as he was. So the mm. question is, is like, does he take another step back next year? Like, it's another full, like, I mean, the thing is, is 
I understand that Brady is, you know, the GOAT and, like, he's played you know, way longer than he should, like, compared to other people and, like, his body's held up. But it's, like, once – there's a difference between going from one year to the next when you're 32, 35, 38. Now that you're 45, that next year – I mean, you're talking about a whole season of taking hits and practicing mm-hmm. putting your body through that. So what's to say, you know, next year that – he doesn't start to slow down even more. And at this point, he's not the guy he was. And it's like, we yeah. like, like, I'm just saying that like, he could, especially like if, if the divorce stuff is true when he gets divorced and he's like, I'm going to keep playing. But it's like, also at this point, Brady is one hit away from his, like him being forced into retirement. Like, yeah. He is one hit away. If he gets almost any sort of injury, I think he, he has to be done. Like, even if it's something simple, I think he has like, even if he just sprains an ankle, high ankle sprain, he's out for like two or three weeks. Like at that point, it's like your body's not going to recover like you did when you were, the you know twenty eight or even mm. thirty five. Like your bodies are going to recover differently. So, I mean, I, well, we'll see. I mean, it's just all speculation, and like you said, it's going to be one of the biggest, you know, talking points or one of the biggest stories this off season, whether or not Brady stays around or like if he comes back. Yeah. Retires. But I, I, I don't see the point in it especially if they win but if they like like you said if they go to the wild card and they lose and it's like this team clearly isn't set up to win a super bowl it's like why would like what's the point of continuing to come back like you've already proven yeah. yourself you've proven you can win without belichick like you're the goat like i don't get the point like i understand you may love the sport but it's like it's i and i think a lot of things like we don't realize is like the strain that he's putting on his body like i know he's a quarterback and everything but it's like like i said with every injury like that's going to, at this point, like a serious injury could affect him for the rest of his life. Yeah, the uh, 45 year olds do not recover the same way. It's just not. Like, if he, like, let's just say he tore his ACL or broke his leg, like, that is going to, like, hinder him for the rest of his life. It's not like, you know, you tear your ACL when you're 25 and, like, you recover right. and it's still, like, there, but it's not that bad. Like, you aren't going to recover as well, like I said. So it's, I don't know. We'll see. Like, 100%. I mean, he loves the game so much, but it, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Oh, in the coming months actually. yeah yeah exactly um any last remarks before we head out bro uh you know i don't really have much to just if my friend kosh was watching it just just know zach wilson gritty all over the ceiling it was it would be what is kosh gonna be listening i don't know I'll, I'll, i i don't know how if he does listen and I, I know he has i don't know if he consistently does i'll make sure to send him this and just be like yo just go to the end <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but please do. And, and, and I know Frank. Frank will probably be listening, and just want to let you know Baker Mayfield bad, bad, <laughs> bad. bad. Not a starter. Bad. He's very bad. So. Bad. Those are my la- those are my last remarks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on as usual, man. Of course, always a pleasure. And if you made it this far, thanks so much for tuning in to episode 119 of the Wide Right Podcast. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter at Robert Lettinen and at Ryan Honey ESNY. Listen to and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever in the world you get your podcasts. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>